0: Hi, this is Dr. Holly Castle.
1: And I'm Dr. Elizabeth Taddekin. And this is Wellness 360 Your Health Your Way. This podcast is not intended for the purpose of providing medical advice. All information, content, and material is for information and educational purposes and is not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified physician or healthcare provider. Hello everyone. We got Dr. Holly here and myself, yeah, myself, Dr. Elizabeth. And um, today we are on our 17th episode. And this is all about what I mentioned in our last episode. It's something near and dear to our hearts. And that's because um, actually Holly and I, as we've been um, setting our what we're going to talk about today. We've been yawning the whole time. So. <laughs> Which is a very sad commentary. Yes, exactly. so, <laughs> so we're talking about sleep today. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, we might be a little deprived ourselves today. But
0: <laughs> they might be, but I'm going to blame the weather. Exactly.
1: Yes. There's always something. that's what, And that's part of what we're going to start with. Um, you know, there are, that is, it's a common thing, a lot of sleep deprivation in this world, and there's many reasons for it. And yeah, maybe sometimes the weather is part of that. But um mostly what we've come to realize it's mostly bad habits that yes. are really set up.
0: Yeah. And they got entrenched yes. into the fabric of life mm-hmm. so insidiously that they they aren't really being recognized anymore as a problem. Mm-hmm. And yet the sleep has suffered. Yeah, exactly. And, and so everybody's shaking their head and going, why am I not getting enough sleep? Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. And, and that's, the, I
1: think the thing, you know, saying, okay, it's mostly bad habits. Like you did it to yourself, you know, but honestly, it's not that, you know, in the way of, it, it, you might have set up a bad habit, but most people set it up because they're just trying to, reach something else, you and know, get through the day. Exactly. You know, yeah. Get through the, get through whatever they have to
0: get. Exactly. through Exactly. Yeah. But unfortunately what happens is when this pattern mm-hmm. takes hold and continues over a long period of time, and we call this chronic sleep deprivation mm-hmm. or insufficient sleep syndrome, mm-hmm. then it starts a chain reaction of physiological issues that then also create a negative feedback loop yeah, and entrench the sleep deprivation even more
1: exactly yeah that's a you know i was saying um when we were getting things set up here you know by and large people are not born insomniacs you know no matter what a parent might think um, i've definitely had my fair share of parents saying yes she's been an insomniac since she was a baby and so you know and uh, but honestly that's another bad habit that gets set up
0: sadly it is yeah unfortunately the parents are already in a pattern yeah they don't know how to establish a pattern for their child the child gets caught up exactly. in these habits mm-hmm. and here we go and then it
1: the and then it family. trickles down yeah, yeah into the mother having terrible um, sleep habits and, and in an in inability to really get back on track. And then there's a whole other connection to that as well at be, you know, as mothers, like we know when the baby um, or even children as, as they get older, when everybody's asleep, sometimes that's the only time a mother has to feel like they've got time to themselves, you know? (laughs) Right. And so unfortunately it does, it still leads to more of uh, the bad habits. So,
0: but when children have sleep issues, Mm -hmm it really requires that the entire family yes, and the entire family's, you know, routine mm-hmm. be examined carefully and modified. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yes. That's, I, I've definitely found that to be the case. And, you know, one big, um, uh, pearl when it comes to children getting better sleep is they really have to get to bed early. Like,
0: At the same time, yeah, every single day, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's even weekends, right? I, I, anytime I have a parent come in and the the trouble is getting the child to sleep, it's always because they're going to sleep too late, and the the parent is often putting them to bed too late because they, what they don't realize is they've passed that point, yes, and now they're they've got their second wind, and Mm -hmm. so you know, there's all kinds of things to go into there, but but we're going to talk about, um, you know, just different types of sleep deprivation and, um, some of the symptoms that are caused, and then some ideas on how to help people get better sleep. Um, another thing to, um, um, Oh gosh, you said something earlier and I was going to touch on it and I'm forgetting what it was right now, but anyway, well, because we're tired. Yes, exactly <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I think but, Dr. Elizabeth
0: yeah. and I are suffering from Acute sleep Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, I know. And I thought I had really good sleep last night. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, sleep deprivation and sleep insufficiency are uh, characterized in different ways, just depending on the different um, person. And so there's acute sleep deprivation, which refers to a short period, usually a few days or less um, when a person has a significant reduction in their sleep time. And then there's the chronic sleep deprivation, also known as insufficient sleep syndrome, and um, and that is uh, about three months or longer of an
0: issue. But if an acute situation persists, mm-hmm. it easily turns into a chronic situation. Absolutely, and there is no such thing as catching up on your sleep. That's right. It this you can't. Not get enough sleep five days out of the week and try to catch up on the weekends. Mm-hmm. because and I try to explain this this way. All the cells in our body need, that was the thing I wanted, about to seven to eight yeah. <laughs> hours of sleep to one, yeah. detoxify. Mm-hmm. Two, repair. If we don't get seven to eight hours mm-hmm. every night, then the accumulation of cellular damage becomes entrenched. Exactly. And that's why you cannot catch up on your sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may feel better after sleeping all weekend, but if you go right back to what you were doing before, your cells are going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, cellular that was, function will be impaired. That was that was the point that I was trying to remember. And yeah, that's so important. And um, th- that's... What I, how I lay it out is that it's the time that the whole body is repairing, you know, and, um, when you think about detoxification, it's the time when the liver is doing its majority of its work and the kidneys. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah. Now we talked about this earlier before, Mm -hmm. you know, we started the podcast Mm -hmm. about how we will see, um, sleep fragmentation Mm -hmm. or what I call segmented sleep in a pretty large portion of the population. Mm -hmm. And this is where people will get two and three hour or four hour chunks at a time. Mm -hmm. But over the course of the day, they'll get in that seven to eight hours. Right. Now that's fine. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I tend to see this, well, we see this in the little kids, right? Because little kids, this is what they're doing,
1: right? Especially because they need like Fourteen hours of sleep a lot of times, right? Yeah. But they're
0: doing it in a segmented way because they need their nutrition in yeah. between. Um, but I also see it in usually retired folks mm-hmm. who don't have enough activity. They might be adrenally challenged, so when they get up, they don't feel that hot to begin with. They don't do much during mm-hmm. the day, yeah, and then they find that they have insomnia at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll they will get in two or three hours, then they'll get up. Mm -hmm. and then they'll go back to bed for another three or four hours, and then they may nap during the day. Yeah, yeah. So they are getting enough sleep if it equals seven to eight hours. Right. But optimally. Yeah, yeah. Our bodies, our cells, our tissues want seven to eight continuous hours. Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, just when you say that, that's the – it's – it's definitely getting that really good sleep, you know, like the deep sleep. Yeah, the and REM yeah, sleep. Yeah, exactly. That's so important as well. And if people are just basically surface sleepers, that's they're still not getting even in a seven to eight hour stretch. It, that's know? true. That's why a lot of older people, if they can get 10 hours, that's even better. Even better. Yeah.
0: And really, I think that we are actually wired for nine hours. Mm-hmm, I think so too. You know, yeah. because our grandparents, that was the norm. Yeah. In yeah. the early 20th century. So, going to bed at the sunset and coming and up at the sunrise. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah absolutely. So, um, something that you mentioned there is um, some of older folks can be adrenally challenged. And honestly, that can be. A lot of age groups these days yes. can be uh, have adrenal it's issues. Living, yes,
0: right?
1: exactly. <laughs> so, um, which, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, that if you would think having an adrenal, uh, what we call adrenal fatigue, and sometimes it, it's called adrenal insufficiency, and it's basically your adrenals are crashed mm-hmm. to a certain degree, and so a lot of times when that's happening. Um, then uh, there's also cortisol spiking in some, you know, you can have uh, a situation where you're maybe fatigued all throughout this time, but then your cortisol is spiking at the wrong time. Exactly. That's a whole other thing that's going on. And so when your cortisol is, it's supposed to spike in the morning or not spike too high, but it's give you a to good start going up after midnight. Yeah.
0: And then wake you up. Wake you up. Exactly. Yeah. But we're finding mm-hmm. that people, are reversing this exactly so that it's, it's going up in the early evening Mm -hmm. when it should be at its lowest point. Right. And this will keep people awake as well. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say about sleep is I really, truly feel that if we enter deep sleep, REM sleep where we dream and we go into a dream state and we actually remember dreaming, we may not remember the exact details of the dream, but we remember, Oh yeah, I had a dream. Yeah. I feel that deep sleep is a time when we really are unconscious kind of downloads mm-hmm. a lot of the problems and things that we're trying to work out yeah through the you know unconscious realms yeah and processes this information and if we don't give our psyches that time mm-hmm. to ref- hit the refresh button yeah, then we're really doing ourselves. Yeah. A disservice on the mental, emotional level as well, not just the physiological. Absolutely.
1: I completely agree with that. And that it's almost like, you know, a sleeping brain dump in a way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way of putting so, it. Yeah. You know, it's so important and and it's detoxifying the brain on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly so many. Again, that's what the whole sleep phase is for is detoxification. And you need that that time for it to complete all of its processes. So yeah, that's such a great point.
0: So poor sleep hygiene Mm -hmm. is one of the things that we go over with our patients a lot. Oh yes. Getting the electronics out of the bedroom. Yes. Getting the artificial lights out of the bedroom, sleeping in the dark. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Even though I charge my phone in, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I put it on airplane mode yeah. and I turn off the Wi-Fi. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Getting as far away from the Wi-Fi as mm-hmm. possible yeah. is a very good idea. So important. Not drinking caffeine after a certain hour mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, will help. Yes, you know, help you sleep better. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of things that people don't realize that they're doing getting to bed before 10 o'clock or by 10 o'clock at the latest, mm-hmm. every hour of sleep you get before midnight is really equal to two after midnight. And that's because of that cortisol yeah,
1: cycle. That's a good point. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That, and having a, you know, a cool bedroom. Um, so you know that's always so important the whole idea of darkness is so important for helping with melatonin production because you want to sleep in darkness and then wake up to a sunlight you know and so if you're not if you're in a place where there is no sunlight then you you get those um lights that help you fr- yes, with that because yes. that's how we make melatonin
0: for seasonal effectiveness um, yeah disorder. And exactly
1: yeah. and um, so all of that, it's so important, but the, that whole point with the wife, life, I, that is, that's something I tell patients all the time because it's, we don't know how much that is bombarding our sleep and, and just life in general. We're surrounded, you well, know, a lot of
0: times. I will tell you that my daughter could not sleep mm-hmm. in her dormitory in her first year of college. Yeah. At the end, on her own, she concluded it was because of the pro- it was yeah. the proliferation of Wi-Fi throughout the dormitory. Everywhere, yeah, yeah, and she just couldn't. And she would come home, mm-hmm. and because we have these habits at home, yeah. she slept like you like know a rock, rock. yeah, yes. <laughs> so the conclusion was so nice. she did not want to live in the dorm or in another student unit, you know, right. Apartment complex or where that would be happening. Another environment where she would be overstimulated by all this Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. That's
1: for sure. And so, um, making sure your own home is as, you know, little of that as possible is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally believe it. And, um, So, okay, great. Yeah. So sleep hygiene, that was really important. I'm so glad you brought that up. And then, so just coming in briefly here with some symptoms that are common when it comes to sleep deprivation. These are just basic things um, like fatigue, of course, mood changes um, that can lead to anxiety, uh, thinking difficulty and concentration, memory issues. um, And then of course, big um, dangerous areas are like inattention with driving and other gross motor tasks. Like, you know, don't drive your tractor when you're sleep deprived. Yeah, <laughs> so, This is really similar to taking a medication. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been uh, likened to being drunk. It is. <laughs> it, ha- it definitely has been.
0: Yeah. So we can't speak to this subject Mm-hmm. strongly enough. Exactly. You know, yeah. it, the importance of this subject strongly mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of tools, a lot of nutraceuticals, for example, that support, you know, serotonin mm-hmm. and melatonin and other um, substances in, in our physiology that are active mm-hmm. in at night. Yeah. And we are we have a lot of skill in turning that cortisol you know, cascade around and normalizing it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways. There are kinds of ways, but none of our nutraceuticals, our herbs, our homeopathics will be efficient and effective over the long run. If the sleep hygiene is not taken care of. That's it's the same with everything we do. If, if a
1: person can't seem to actually adjust the lifestyle it, I mean, it's basically putting a Band-Aid on and eventually the Band-Aid's not going to stick.
0: <laughs> and you know. remember folks, we have great advice, but you have to take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like if you go to a conventional medical doctor and they give you a prescription and you don't feel it, you're not going to benefit from that medication. Right. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, if you don't follow the instructions, you yeah. don't take the medication, you don't. Change your lifestyle habits. Yeah, things are not going to improve. Yeah, and this sleep, it's, this is like the it's, foundation it's of huge. it all. Yes. with diet and uh, hydration.
1: Absolutely, mm-hmm. and that's. The, I mean, that's the thing that you know we talk about here is um, that sleep is a it because it is a foundational um, health issue. It leads to so many other chronic conditions, um, it's actually it's kind of crazy how it is the starting point for so many things, you know.
0: So think about it. If you don't let your cells detoxify and repair every day, Mm -hmm. you end up in a state of chronic inflammation. Yeah. Well, chronic inflammation has, you know, been demonstrated to lead to all kinds of problems, both minor and extreme, heart disease, diabetes, fibromyalgia, autoimmune disorders, Mm -hmm. all linked to chronic inflammation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, so that's where, um, when I have somebody come in and, you know, amongst the whole list of things is, you know, not sleeping well, we get on that first because that's really one of the most important areas to start with. Um, So, yeah. So then, um, you know, just I think what we want to just mention are we talked about that there's definitely ways that we can help with this using supplements and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, There's a number of herbs. There's even um, wonderful homeopathy to help with like part of your sleep is because you got a monkey mind, you know, like there's ways to address that. Um, So, so many wonderful herbs and of course uh, nutraceuticals one that I like to use a lot is phosphatidylserine, which is amazing. One of my favorites as well. I love it. Um, Of course though, a lot, another roundabout way to help is by helping the adrenal system support it during the day Mm -hmm. and then you sleep better at night. So it's like, there's so many ways to get at this um but like we just said it you, you have to uh you have to approach it you know and and really be willing to put the work in
0: yeah and create some
1: new <laughs> yes, healthy, healthy habits. habits exactly oh one thing that was not mentioned and i just remembered it um this is always a tough one because over these last 2 years i've had a number of people who have are regular um imbibers of wine <laughs>
0: And alcohol in general. Huge (laughs) sleep disorder. And I
1: hate to say it, but I do have to say it because it's so crazy how this happens. And I don't like to cut people off of a glass of wine or two or whatever. But when they're having sleep issues, wine actually spikes your cortisol. Or I say wine, alcohol. Alcohol. Alcohol, I just say wine because I get a lot of wine drinkers coming Mm -hmm, in. mm -hmm. It's alcohol spikes your cortisol. And it's just it makes it terrible and then it starts to do heart palpitations and all this stuff so
0: in some senses it mimics what caffeine yes
1: exactly and
0: that is counterintuitive and yet yeah that's how the body is using it
1: right absolutely so so that's just another um little uh jab in this (laughs) 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 whole. sorry (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't watch TV and you
0: yeah. from your bed. Don't exactly don't drink your wine yeah. too late. Yeah, but drink you get with dinner. Yeah, drink it with dinner. A glass yeah. of wine. Yeah, don't don't read in bed. Yes, you know your bed is for sleeping people. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so you know just make make the bedroom a sanctuary is another mm-hmm. way of thinking about it. Um So yeah, anyway,
0: private. Spot of yes, know, intimacy and repose, right? That's how I like to think exactly
1: of it. so. And just realize that while we're throwing all this, like, nah, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know, like, but realize how good you're gonna feel, exactly. Like it, it, there's nothing like getting a great night's sleep and waking up in the morning and feeling refreshed and actually having clarity in your mind and uh, the ability with your energy to just take on your day. I, there's nothing better than that, exactly. Really, so
0: we're
1: going to end on that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, so the next episode, um, we could have included it with our last episode, which is what was allergies, but we really felt it could hold its own, and that is sinusitis. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, this is a, a big one that I'm seeing a lot these days, and I do see it, you know, throughout the year, but generally I get it on the two ends of the year, you know
0: fall and spring. Yeah, exactly. In Arizona. Absolutely.
1: And remember, nothing dies here. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so yes. we've got pollen 365 days yeah, out of Yeah, absolutely. Year. So uh, so we'll go into all the the most, um, you know, the biggest causes and, and how you can prevent that and get through all that with you. And so anyway, thank you so much again for um, staying with us. And we look forward to the next one. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.